everyone, it's your host Megan and your co-host McKenna. And welcome back to Mickey Ears and Butterbeer. So on this week's episode, we are going to talk about things that you would do at Disney if you did not have a park day. Usually when you're on a family vacation, you should, and there always is that one person that just kind of wants to relax. But when they think of Disney, they don't think it's relaxing. They think it's go, go, go. So we have a list of things that we do on our non-park days. To start off our list, we do Disney Springs. Disney Springs is one of the best things that you can do for you and your family on a non-park day. A lot of people think Disney Springs is just Disney related. There's only like a few Disney stores and that's it. It's just like a normal outlet. There is shops. It's an outdoor shopping center with restaurants and all kinds of options. Um, They do have a really good big Disney store there. It's probably one of my favorite Disney stores just because it's so big and there's all kinds of stuff to get. One thing, though, with Disney Springs is it can get crowded because when you do go, it is free parking, but the crowd just gets crazy. So on our last trip, we actually went around, what time was it, like 9 or 10 in the morning when they first opened? And there was hardly nobody there. So if you have a day and you guys are up and you want to go early, that's when I highly recommend going because we were able to walk in every single store we wanted to. We didn't ever feel crowded at all or rushed or it was just a completely different compared to at nighttime. It is crowded because they do have a live band because they have a concert area and it can get pretty busy, especially in the evening time and on the weekends. But it's still fun. It's just something different. It's more laid back. They have nice fancy restaurants, but then they also have like quick stop restaurants, such as like chicken and fries and things like that. It got a bit busier around one o'clock or noon, though, so I would just keep that in mind. And as I said, Disney Springs is free parking, so if you do drive, you can Um, park your car in the garage, or if you're staying on Disney property, they actually set up transportation for you. And they have one of the buses that runs all day and hours into the night at Disney Springs. So if you're staying on Disney property, it's so easy just to hop on and off. And if it's crowded, then just hop back on the bus and go back to your resort. Another thing that you can do at Disney Springs is pin trade. If you are a pin trader like me, you can go all around Disney Springs looking in all of their shops and seeing if they have a pin board. It's more of the Disney-related shops that have pin boards, but still, super fun and super cool and fun. So one of the things I get asked the most is, can we use Disney gift cards? So there is multiple places in Disney Springs that you can use your Disney gift cards for but not every single place is technically Disney related. So just keep that in mind that not every single place you can use a gift card, but there are shops and there are restaurants that you can actually use your gift cards at. I was actually surprised um, when Kyle and I went there last, we ate at the, what was that restaurant called? The chicken nugget. The chicken guy. The chicken guy restaurant. So we ate there and we were actually able, I thought there's no way you can use your Disney gift card there. But they actually let us use our Disney gift card. So I would just make sure you ask if that's something you want to do. Even if it's not Disney related, you always can ask and some still might take that. Another thing you can do on a non-Disney park day is shopping at all of the different resorts. You can hop on the monorail, go from resort to resort, and just shop in their shops. You There's normally two shops at a Disney resort. There's normally one on the top floor and on the bottom floor. 
which makes me think of another fun thing that we do. So we did one time just spend a day just doing the different types of transportation at Disney. So when you're staying on Disney property, you have the bus option, the monorail, a boat, and the Skyliner. So you can make a day out of it, go to lunch, take the Skyliner, go somewhere else, take a boat. There's just so many different options. So like you said, McKinley, you can go shopping in all these resorts. Um, They do have unique and certain things to each resort. So it's just kind of cool going and taking different types of transportation, especially if you have little ones. They love riding the monorail and a boat and a train. I mean, there's just all kinds of things that you can do to make a full day out of it. And while you're going to those different shops in the resorts, it's really cool to check out the resorts when you're there. You don't have to go in the room, but Disney does their lobby and their rest area and their pools. There's just so much to all the resorts that make them special that while you're doing that, check them out because it can be the next resort you do want to stay at. And like I was saying, at Disney Springs, you can also go around pin trading in all of these resorts as well. So you can tell pin trading is definitely one of your favorite things to do. Yep. You can also later in the day stop at resorts and they have some fun activities. They have certain things where you can sit in a grassy area and you can watch your favorite Disney movies, which is really fun. So a lot of things that Disney resorts do, depending on um, actually any type of resort, check their agenda for their activity board. They usually have this posted towards the cafeteria, but if not, you can ask the people at the front desk. Disney offers all kinds of things to do. They have like a movie in the pool. They have a movie on the lawn. They do dance classes. They do like tie-dye t-shirts, all kinds of fun things for just a small cost. The movie, of course, all that stuff is free. But like if you want to make your own t-shirt, of course, you got to pay for the shirt. But it's all super cheap. And it's something cool and different to do. It's definitely more laid back and... All the resorts have it. So I would definitely ask what the agenda board is for the week. So if you fit it in, then you can fit it in. Um, we even one time did a park day, but decided to catch it and decided to check in early. And when we came back, we stopped at the restaurant in our resort, got food to go, and then took it out on the lawn and watched a movie. And it just it made a different type of memory. And it was definitely more laid back, but something different you can't do at home. Like we were saying earlier, you can just chill at the pool. This is a vacation, right? So you can just hang out at your own pool. And normally the more expensive resorts will always have slides and such of that. And it's just very fun. Of course, staying at the moderate and deluxe resorts, you're going to have a nicer pool. So if being at a pool is something that's important to you, you might want to look into more of the moderate and deluxe resorts. Um, A lot of the moderate and deluxe resorts do have water slides as well. And the pools are just a completely different look. Um, So if a pool is important to you and going swimming, then I would definitely check it out. Of course, all the resorts do have an outdoor pool, which is heated and they're all nice. But depending on the person, that could be a huge make or break on deciding on which resort to stay in. Wasn't it at Pop Century where you could watch movies in the pool? Yes. Pop Century, they do have that. They had that when we were there, which that was pretty cool. But I think they actually have that at a lot of the resorts. So as I mentioned before, I would definitely just ask for the activity board for the week. And it's Florida. I mean, we have went in December, October, all kinds of times. 
and McKinley swam every single time we went. I mean, kids, it don't bother them at all. But even after a long day or park day or not park day, just sitting by the pool, relaxing in the lounge chair is nice. And they have little like tiki huts set up to where you can get drinks for by the pool. The cafeteria is usually closed, so you can bring food from there. It can definitely be a full day activity. Some other things you can do around your resort on a non-park day are arcades. Most of the Disney resorts have arcades, which is very fun. You can stop in while you're wandering the lobby and just fun, fun, fun. Definitely is something different and you do have to pay for the games, but they are arcade games. So especially if you have little ones or even adults, this is just something different and fun to do. Um, There's definitely a lot of stuff on your non-park days that you can do. And you can mix and match and do all of these together or do them all separate or even do them on your park days and just do a half of a park day. Some Um, of the things that a lot of Disney guests don't know about is that you can horseback ride at Disney World. The Tri-Circle D Ranch is where you can go and ride horses. So if you are interested in horses, I would definitely recommend going. Which also leads me into, you can also, they have mini golf. Disney has two mini golf courses that you can pay to do. This is just also something fun and different to do. And also getting to the mini courses and mini golf courses and getting like to the horse thing, as McKinley mentioned, Disney provides the transportation. You don't have to Uber and Lyft. Of course you can. You don't want to wait and want to get there faster, but you can take their transportation. So Getting to and from places is so easy and so cheap, and it's so much easier just to get in the bus and let them know, like, get in the right bus and let them take care of it, and you not have to worry about trying to find something. Since we've done both putt-putt courses, which putt-putt course do you prefer? I think I like the holiday one, the Christmas golf course. The one at Blizzard Beach? Yes. Which one would be yours? Probably the one at Blizzard Beach, and I also liked the fact that you could pick either a summery type one or a wintry type course, and that was really, really cool how they did that. And of course, you can always just go and show up, but typically they do book up, so I would recommend making reservations for this. Uh, Super easy to do. You can do it on the app, or you can actually call them and make reservations, so that way you have a set time and you know you're guaranteed to do it. They also, besides the mini golf, they have professional golf too. So if you're more serious and want to do the bigger courses and golf, you can set up a tee time as well while you're in Disney. And a lot of dads actually do that. Also, they have the Oak Trail Foot Golf, which is where you can play golf with your feet. Of course, we love that. We're a huge soccer family, but we have not actually tried that. So that is on our to-do list because we are a soccer family. So, of course, we're going to have to try that one time when we go. And like we were saying, the other golf course is at Blizzard Beach. And also, on a non-park day, you can go to Typhoon Lagoon or Blizzard Beach. Yes, so you can get tickets to that as well. So instead of going to the park, you're just basically going to go to a Disney water park. They also have events like... At nighttime, they do special events. There's all kinds of different options for that. So it can be a day or a night thing, depending on the time you go and what all is planned. You can also wander around the boardwalk on an arc non-park day. This is something that we love to do. There is a restaurant on the boardwalk. It is super 
it's nothing, not a character meal, nothing fancy, but we always go there because they have the best blueberry pancakes. So when we go, we start there for breakfast and then we just walk around. You can take a boat ride. You can walk around like it's a huge circle. One of our favorite places to eat is there is Beaches and Cream. Um, you do have to make reservations for this place and they do fill up fast. Um, so if you don't have a park day, I highly recommend making a Beaches and Cream reservation. Go there for lunch or dinner or just go there and get ice cream. This is probably something we've done two or three times now. Beaches and Cream is so good because you can get normal food or you can obviously get desserts. You can get sundaes and all sorts of different concoctions, which are so good. We always get, well, McKinley always gets and we actually eat off of hers and we still can't finish it, is the kitchen sink. This is a huge Mickey or mini sink that they bring out that is filled with ice cream and filled with toppings. You can either get a mini or a Mickey kitchen sink, or if you have tons of family members, you can get the humongous kitchen sink. But I would honestly prefer the mini and Mickey kitchen sink. And since a lot of people get this, they sometimes run out. And we were hoping for a Mickey kitchen sink, but we got a mini kitchen sink. So keep that in mind. But they're still both adorable. And the mini ones you get to bring home as a souvenir. McKinley still eats ice cream out of that little tiny plastic mini kitchen sink. So where the big family one, you don't get to bring that one home. Um, it's nothing special either. It's just a big silver sink looking thing to where the Minnie and Mickey mini ones, they make a really cool souvenir and they do let you take it home and keep it. So just go wash it out in the bathroom and then take it with you for the rest of the day. And if you have new emos, the new emos come with a tiny, you can buy a separate little mini, mini, mini magnet kitchen sink that can go with your new emo. Do you want to explain what a new emo is? The new emos all come from a Japanese term since they came from Japan. It is fashion. It's like a, you, they're miniature Disney characters. They have, they're stuffed animals. You can display them with outfits and you can give them hats, accessories, and sunglasses and all of these fun things. You can get beach chairs, beach umbrellas, cameras, snacks, and so much more. I love Nuimos and when you go in the park, you will see people carrying them on either a Lululemon or their lounge fly, which is really fun. And I definitely recommend you buying your own new email. I have been trying to collect all of them, but I haven't succeeded that yet. You have pretty many, though, and a lot of outfits. Yeah. So speaking of all of this dining and reservations, that brings us to another great point. So on your non-park day, you can make a reservation at any of the hotels and resorts or Disney Springs. Um, this is a great time that you can get in character meals without losing out time at the parks. There is all kinds of character meals. The last time we went, we did Chef Mickey for dinner, and it was one of the coolest experiences. It was just that we weren't rushing. We had, it wasn't on a park day, so we had nothing to rush to. We got to take our time. We checked out the resort, checked out the gift shop while we were waiting, and then we ate and did the character meals. And we just took our time. It was just so nice to have that. And it actually got us in the mood and excited to go to Magic Kingdom the next day. There is all kinds of different options you can do for reservations. Um, as your travel agent, 
we will be able to help with all those bookings and also send you a list of all the character meals and non-character meals that you can make a reservation for. So that's a lot about Disney, and I'm sure there's still more things that you can do that is non-park days. Um, this is just the top ones that we like to do, especially around the holidays. I love one of my favorite things to do, I would say, is definitely going to the different resorts and checking it out. You can see a gingerbread castle, like gingerbread house. That's real gingerbread. You can see all kinds of different Christmas trees. There's just all kinds of cool things around the holidays at the different resorts. That makes it actually a lot of fun. And sometimes I would even say those non-park days sometimes beats park days, in my opinion. And one more quick thing. At Disney Springs, they have scavenger hunts all of the time for different holidays. Say for Christmas, they would do a Christmas tree scavenger hunt. For Halloween, they would paint pumpkins and hide them all over Disney Springs. And it is very, very fun. And you can get a little prize once you find all of them and you get the stickers for them. So very, very fun. I definitely recommend doing it while you're going to Disney Springs. And when you have a non-park day, you're only helping yourself and your family, really. I mean, going park to park constantly on your feet, everyone needs a rest day. And if you were bad about that, we want to fit in as many park days as possible and go, go, go. But by the end of the trip, we are all so exhausted that really if we fit in a rest day and just hung out at the pool or made a reservation somewhere, ate just simple laid back, slower paced things, we would probably actually have longer park days and not be as exhausted. So I do highly suggest one, two, maybe even three rest days in between park days because it will make such a difference. So that about wraps up our Disney um, non-park days. Next, we're going to jump into Universal. So when we go to Universal, they we do a rest day in between park days. Um, one of the things that we like to do is walk to City Walk. And if you are staying in one of the Universal Resorts, you can take their transportation to City Walk. City Walk is right outside of both Universal Parks. And they have shops and restaurants and all kinds of things to do and just walk around and see. On City Walk, you can shop eat at restaurants, and even watch a movie. At Universal's great movie, Escape, you can watch some of the new movies that are coming out in theaters and some old classics. You can also do mini golf at the Drive-In Golf, go to such restaurants as Hard Rock and to some Chocolate Factory, and just some fun things to do on CityWalk. So the restaurants there, you can make reservations for you actually universal has a web link that you actually go to and you put in your email information and you pick your time and your day and you make your reservation we have done this both ways um we've walked just up and made got on the wait list for dining and we also made reservations ahead of time there's not really one that i would say is better than the other of course if you have a dining reservation you don't have to wait as long, but also you need to make sure that your whole day is based around that reservation time and that you get there on time. Um, one of our favorite restaurants that we go to is the Chocolate Emporium Factory. And this is a really cool restaurant that a lot of things are chocolate. So they have like 
cocktails and whiskey, chocolate drinks. There's all kinds of different chocolate options, and they have the best appetizer of getting chocolate bread. The chocolate bread is sort of like Outback bread, honestly, with chocolate chips in it, which is delicious, and I definitely recommend getting it if you do go to Tucson, Tucson's Chocolate Emporium. And they have one of the best gift shops ever. You can get so many sweet treats and Tucson merch, and I definitely recommend checking it out even if you're just hanging around on City Walk. And if you don't want to sit there and eat a meal, like she said, in their like little gift shop area, you can get just the chocolates. Um, they are also known for their crazy shakes. So you can go in and get a shake. Also, um, another one of our favorite restaurants, one of McKinley's actually, is the Cowfish. Cowfish is one of the best restaurants I've ever had. You can get sushi. You can get... Did you guys get chicken last time? You can get chicken, cheeseburgers. There's just a mix of different food items that you can get. But the main reason Kenley likes going is because that's where she can get her sushi. Um, and she really likes their sushi there. So one yes. of my favorite ones, and if you want to get a good steak, would be going to the Hard Rock. They are a little bit more pricey, but that's where you're going to get your good steak options. So another thing on Universal that you can do on a non-park day is hang out at the pools. The pool areas at Universal are pretty nice. You can check out the pools. They do have heated pools, and they have little tiki hutch, tiki, tiki bars that you can get mixed drinks or like bar-type food like wings or pretzel bites, all kinds of different options. So you can definitely hang out at the pool and make a full pool day. And at all of the Universal Resorts, you can even get a wand in the gift shops. If you don't feel like doing the whole experience in Universal, which I do recommend doing, but if you just don't want to really do that, you can just do it in the gift shops. You can get all of your character wands in the gift shops, robes, accessories, and everything you want. If you do buy a wand, I do highly suggest you getting an interactive wand. So that way when you do have a park day, you can do all the spells and your wand interacts with everything. But like McKinley said, you can get your robes, you can get all kinds of Harry Potter merch, you can get Minion stuff, you can get Simpson stuff. There's all kinds of stuff that you can buy at the resort before you get to the park. So if there's certain things you want to buy to be ready and just have it on, you can do that ahead of time. Or if there's certain items that you don't want to carry around at all during a park day, you can get it at your resort and then just take it right up to your room. One of the things Universal is great for is they have by far the best workout areas. I'm not someone who goes on vacation and wants to work out, but a lot of our clients do. So especially at Cabana Bay, they have one of the biggest workout rooms with the top equipment and nice. I mean, all the resorts have super nice workout areas. And at Cabana Bay, you can also go bowling there. So that's something cool when you are staying at that resort. You can do the pool, you can do the workout room, and you can do bowling there. Another thing that you can do in your non-park days at Universal Studios or Islands of, uh, Islands of Adventure, you can purchase tickets to go to Volcano Bay, the water park at Universal Studios. Which is by far, I think, the best water park. I Hard to say this, but I definitely think Volcano Bay definitely beats Disney water parks. By far. 
So another cool thing you can do on a non-park day is most resorts have an arcade room. This is something fun and extra that you can do when you're just wanting to relax or send your kids to do. So another thing, just because you're staying at Universal doesn't mean you can't go to Disney and vice versa. If you're staying at a Disney property and want to go to Universal, you can do that. So if you want to change it up, you can always take an Uber, take a Lyft over to one of the other parks and check them out. They are about 20, 30 minutes in between each other. So this is something that a lot of clients actually do. So that way they get both Disney and Universal in on the same trip. Kind of exhausting to do both at the same time, but it is something a lot of clients do. Also with staying at Universal, a lot of clients too on non-park days, they still take an Uber or Lyft and they go to Disney Springs. And they're able to enjoy Disney Springs while they're there. Or if they have their own car, parking at Disney Springs is free. So they'll just drive on over there, which is, again, only about 20 to 30 minutes or so. And I think this wraps up our non-park days at Universal Studios. Do you agree or do you have any other things that you want to tell the listeners about? I think that about wraps it up. Um One thing, keep in mind, if you do book with a travel agent, they do send you all this information and they're able to answer any type of questions. Each family is different. Some families want to do park every single day they're there and other people want to fill in rest days, but have options to do on their rest days. So definitely make sure if you have a vacation booked with us, reach out and we'll make sure we give the best suggestions and tips and best ways to get around. All right, we'll see you guys later. Bye.